podcast is sponsored by the Kerry Golston Ministries International, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Pastor Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, health to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. like to review because we are we are in the midst of 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 some some powerful revelations and scriptures uh, that's leading us into the supernatural and in the supernatural you need to know what you're doing you you don't need to be playing with the supernatural because you can get hurt there, okay? So uh, you, you you have to, we, we want to review a number of things here regard, that we've said over the past, uh, I guess it's been about three weeks now or about a month because we were all, all everything was leading up to the, the, uh, the ministry with power because that's what the Lord had said to me. That's a part of the vision is that I would minister with power. Now, when you when you go through the manifestations or the gifts of the spirit, as they're called, there are three of them that are considered the power gifts, and that is special faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healings. Special faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healings. Now, now those are the three that I'm keying in on. Because that's what the Lord spoke to me, that uh, I would minister with power. So I, I want to be well equipped. I want to know that I know that I know. Now, I've had glimpses of it. I, I, I've had uh, uh, gifts of healings to operate. I've had special faith to operate. I don't know about the miracle part. I mean, there's been some spectacular stuff, but I don't know that I would classify it as a miracle. But uh, I know that that's where where uh, where we are, not where we're going. That's where we are, and we have to know how to operate there. I mean, you uh, you you look at an electrician. Electrician studies to do his craft. Now, electricity can be one of the most deadly forms of power in the earth. It, it can, I mean, it can fry you in no time at all. But an electrician, because he studies and he practices his craft, he knows how to operate with electricity without getting hurt. Well, I want you to know that ministering with power, if you don't learn and practice your craft, you can get hurt. I've heard uh, uh, some ministers say that 
the power of God in the spiritual is akin to electricity here in the natural. And when the power of God is, is in manifestation, when it's working, you need to know what you're doing so that you don't get crosswise of it. Don't get crosswise of that power. Because you get crosswise of that power and it could, it could fry you. Amen. And I mean, I, we have to speak it in terms that we understand because uh, uh, that's why we use the, the electricity as the example. So we, we've been uh, going through a number, of, a number of scriptures, a number of, uh, uh, of revelations uh, to bring us to a specific place. Now, what I want to do, as I said earlier, is I want to review some of the things that we've said. I may not turn to a whole bunch of scriptures or anything, but I want to review some of the things that we've said so that everyone is up to speed before we go on to the new information that's going to take us to the next step. Because as I've said to you before uh, about that new level stuff, uh, I'm already there. Uh, I've already stepped up and then the Lord just seemed to just elevate me again. And I, I need everybody to come with me that will come. Like Jesus said, them that have ears to hear, let them hear. You know, and so I, I need anybody and everybody who wants to come with me to come so that they can uh, they can be elevated to that to that other area also, because God is needing people who are willing to step out and do what needs to be done. Hallelujah. So one of the first things I, I want to give you seven points. I want to do a seven point review. Uh, first point. God will do nothing in the earth without man's permission and participation. God will do nothing in the earth without man's permission and man's participation. Now, you go back to the story of, of, of Mary. The angel had to preach to Mary to get her to see so that he could get her permission. God would not have forced himself on Mary for her to be the host for the Lord Jesus Christ. It had to be with her permission. And then, of course, it had to be with her participation. All right. So that, that's just a, a, a quickie example of what I'm talking about with that, that God will do nothing in the earth without man's permission and man's participation. Again, we, we, we recount uh, the story where the word says that uh, judgment was to fall on the earth and God uh, did not want the judgment to fall on the earth, but his word was out there and it had to fall unless a man stepped in. So the word declares that he, he sought for a man, but he could find none. He could find no man in the earth who would pray and intercede and stay the judgment from falling. So the judgment had to fall because there was no one to give his permission or his participation. So that's, that's review point number one. Review point number two is God is not a man. God is not a man. Too many of us equate God with uh, what we call, quote unquote, a powerful man. No, God is not a man. I don't care how powerful the man is, he's not like God. God is not a man. And we also, with that, we also try to put the devil on God's level. 
The devil is not on God's level. The devil is merely a servant of God. That's what he was created to be, is to be a servant, and that's all. He is not on God's level. And we have to stop thinking that this is too Is anything too hard for God? This is what Jesus said. Is anything too hard for God? But people take what the devil puts on them and say, you know, I don't think there's any deliverance for this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, you, you think about what you're saying. Think about what you're believing. God is not a man, and he is all-powerful. He's omniscient, omnipotent. He is all-powerful, and he's everywhere at once, and he knows everything, before, during, and after. As we said before, God didn't find out what you did when you decided to repent. And God wasn't caught off guard when you did it. He is an awesome God. That's who we serve. And see, when you get to that place, you can spend a little more money. You can go a few more places. You can go into a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, 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 because now you know who's with you. You know who's with you. See, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwell therein. All the gold is his, all the silver is his. A camel on a thousand hills belongs to him. He is the most high God. He is the possessor of heaven and earth. What does that mean to me? It means everything to me. Because if he's my father, and I'm a joint heir with Jesus, and... <laughs> He's the possessor of heaven and earth. I'm a joint heir with Jesus. Jesus inherited everything. I'm a joint heir. So whatever is available that God said I can have, I can have it. What do you mean you can have it? It doesn't matter who's in it. It doesn't matter who thinks they own it. God is the possessor of heaven and earth. Did you hear what I said? I said he is the possessor of heaven. And when you possess him, you own it. And I said to you that he is not limited by the deeds that men make out. He, I said he is not limited by the deeds that men make out. Turn the dude around me real quick. Oh, you looking at me like, what? What did he say? Well, I belong to him. You can't have that. Oh, really? You, you, you ever read your Deuteronomy chapter 6? Now, I stand on this. I stand on this. Because he is the possessor of heaven and earth. See, that's what I have to believe. See, it's important what you believe. Did you hear me? It's important what you believe. 
If you believe that you can't have that, you can't have that. If you believe that you don't belong there, you don't belong there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All things are possible to him that believe it. Look, look, look at the 10th, 10th verse of Deuteronomy 6. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land, which he swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Wait a minute, let's stop right there. Oh, that's for the Jews. Wait a minute. The word tells me that if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. If I'm Christ, I'm Abraham's seed. So whatever was promised to Abraham is promised to me. All right, we just knocked that one in the head. Let's go ahead. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swear unto thy father. He swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. He said, I'm going to give you cities that you didn't build. <laughs> Glory to God. Who possesses that? God possesses it. I don't care if you built it. He gave you the power to build it. He gave you the strength to build it. He gave you the ingenuity to build it. He gave you the he gave you the, the plans to build it. He gave it to you. So if he gave it to you, he loaned it to you. It still belongs to him. And he said, I'll give you cities that you didn't build. My God is an awesome wonder. <laughs> Verse 11. And houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not. Hello? Hello? He said, I'm going to give you some houses. You ain't even going to fill it. I'm going to fill it with good things. He said, I just might use the guy who was in there before to fill it with good things. Because see, the word declares that wealth and riches shall be in your house. So I said, I only want first class stuff. I only want first class stuff, see? I want my house to be filled with First class stuff. And see, according to this here, this is like Isaiah 55. Come and buy without money, without price. Come and buy milk and wine. Come and, come and buy it without money. So he said, so he said, so he said, look, I'm going to give you houses full of all good things that you didn't fill. I believe that. I believe that. See, I believe I don't have to fill it. I can claim first class stuff and I don't have to go buy first class stuff. First class stuff just come, come with it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, like, you know, see, you accept. Now listen, listen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I thank you. Listen, listen, listen. You do it, you do it with a car. Because that's acceptable. Because you've heard it before. I want that car fully equipped. Why can't you get a house fully equipped? Why you can't, why you can't have one of God, hallelujah. All right, all right. And houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not. And wells dig, which thou diggest not. Wells dig that you didn't dig. The elixir of life coming out of the well, you see. That's right. The, 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 the stuff just flowing to you. 
out of your well, your own personal well, that you didn't have to dig. You didn't have to dig that well. And then watch this. Watch this. Remember what I asked you earlier? <laughs> and houses, verse 11 again, and houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not, and wells dig, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not. Businesses that you didn't start. Did you hear me? You said you want a business? His business, God has promised you businesses that you don't even have to start. Say, well, I'm trying to get my startup money. No, I ain't trying to get no startup money. I'm going to get a business somebody already started. Just, 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 just hand it over. As a matter of fact, you keep your name on it. Just give me the money. <laughs> just, that's all. Just, just give me the profits. That's all. That's all. You keep your name on it. Don't bother me a bit. Why? Because he said so. You see, vineyards and olive trees which you didn't plant. Well, now you don't need a, a whole vineyard or a whole olive uh, grove just for you. That's a business. My wife was reading Black, Black Enterprise on the plane coming home. And uh, she said, you need to look at this article. So I started reading the article. And it was, it was a pretty good article about this, this lady who wanted to start an exercise business and whatnot. Uh, uh, some kind of, yeah, some kind of exercise or spa or something like that, right? And, uh, and then she got into this thing with the, with the state or the city or something like that where she could get these buildings and she, had to, and she put up her pension money and her, her this money and that money. I mean, she must have put up $100,000, okay? I mean, to the limit. She just, to the limit. I said, that's a good idea and whatnot, but I put all that money in there. I can't have me one of them without all that. Why? Because I believe this. Because I believe this. I can have that if I want it, but I don't have to do what she did. That's what the world has to do. Ooh, I just said something. I think it just went right over your head. I think it just went right, it just, right over your head. That's what the world has to do. I should not have to do what the world has to do to get the same thing that the world got. Not if you're a believer. Not if you're a believer. I said, not if you're a believer. I don't treat which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full. We're supposed to be fat and flourishing. Some of us just fat. We're supposed to be fat and flourishing. We're supposed to be full of all good things. Right there in the book. Right there in the book. Can you believe? So this, this is the God that we serve. All right? God, uh, and, and in that, one of the things that we said was, we're still, we're still on uh, uh, number two. We, we, we have to stop limiting God in his dealings with us. We limit him in his dealings with us because we think it ought to be a certain way forgetting that he's God. It doesn't have to be the way you've seen someone else to do it. It doesn't have to be the way you think it has to be. We're dealing with God. God can do it any way that he 
pretty well pleases. God can change it, I mean, like that. He can change the whole situation. I mean, I gave you a perfect example of, 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 uh, of the procedural thing for, my, for my, uh, my, my, my carry license. There is a specific procedure that must be followed. God broke that procedure. I said he broke that procedure. And even I thought I had to follow the procedure. I'm waiting for the judge. I'm waiting. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. And God said, watch this. Watch this. You're waiting on the judge. Forgetting about me. See, we get into a kashala maho batiti amata. Oshende upasile ukuyamasatarange. We get into a thing where that, oh, I know what to do for that. I'll just do this and this. Forgetting God. God says, I want to be involved with every facet of your life. I don't care what it is, you pray about it. I don't care how easy it seems to be, you pray and ask me to get involved in it. Here's something that, it, I mean, it's just a procedural thing. It's a one, two, three thing, deal, you know, and I just do this and that, and I got it. And it didn't work. And I said, okay, well, I'll go back and do this. Never once did I pray. Never once did I ask God to intercede. So he just stepped in. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, so we got to remember God is not a man. That, that, that's that's uh, point number, review point number two. Review point number three. Having faith in God forces you to believe everything the Bible says about him. And not just the limited things we assign to him. Because, see, we assign things to God. In other words, all, you know, all else has failed. We got to pray. What did you do? You just assigned something to God. After all else failed. You already hear what I said. You, you, you see, you, you really didn't hear me, see? You assign that to God. You say, okay, I tried it. Okay, okay, I tried this plumber and that plumber and that plumber and that plumber, and they couldn't fix it. So, God, would you fix it, please? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. I think, I think, according to the word, we're supposed to go to God first. <laughs> Hallelujah. We, we don't do that. No, not us. Then we have to remember that faith is not a movement, nor is it a dispensation, which is a time period, but it is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Now, something I mentioned this morning, here, here we, here, here, here's a place for it right here. The just shall live by faith. When someone offends you, <laughs> oh, yeah, let it settle. When someone offends you, do you operate in faith? Do you operate in faith or do you let's throw them up? <laughs> you know, let's get down. You know, <laughs> we go, let's, let's step outside. You know, No, Bishop don't know where we're going. Come on, I'm going to talk to you. He think we're going to check the car. Come on, I'm going to talk to you. 
no, no, no. You see, because you was offended. Were you, are you operating in faith? Because faith is a lifestyle. Everything. We have to respond to everything by faith. Everything we must respond. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. It is not a movement. It is not a dispensation, but a lifestyle. Faith is a lifestyle. And do you have faith in God? Remember, we brought that up also. Having faith in God means something a whole lot more than we thought it did. All right? Let's, 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 let's do uh, number four, though, before we get to that. Uh, if we're truly in faith, remember we gave you uh, five justifiable expectations? If you are truly in faith, the first one was a plan of action. You must believe for God to give you a plan of action for whatever you believe that you're in faith for. If you're in faith for it, God will give you a plan of action. Amen. And that plan of action may, may mean, like say, for instance, in the case of a house, it may mean that you have to drive there. Once, twice, three times a week. Why? Because if I'm in faith, if I believe I receive it, I go home. <laughs> I believe I receive it and ain't seen it in two years. If you believe you receive it, you believe you live there. And if you live there, you go there at least two, three times a week. So you, you know, you drive by and slow up or stop and thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Then you drive on. Go on to the other house. See? <laughs> See, God will give you a plan of action. That's a plan of action. See, you can't go kick them out yourself. God will kick them out, though. See? Because he'll give you the plan of action. You go, you go to the, where you going? Going to the house. Wait, where you going? I said, I'm going to the house. But don't you live across the street from me? Yeah, but I'm going to the house. Because <laughs> I got a plan of action, see? I got a plan. See? Yeah, you go. Okay, all right. <laughs> so first, justifiable expectation is a plan of action. Second justifiable expectation is the wisdom of God. I expect the wisdom of God to kick in. God's wisdom to kick in to give me what I need for this situation. Give me the revelation that I need on how, you know, how the plan is going to unfold. Give me the, give me the, the wisdom that I need. Like, for instance, when we, when we got this building, uh, the wisdom of God was not conventional. See, the wisdom, the wisdom of God will tell you what people won't tell you because people can't tell you that. Uh, people told me how much money I needed to bring to the closing. I had this much, was about that big, and they said I needed this much, which was about that big. And God spoke to me, wisdom. He said, it is enough. That's all. See, I got the wisdom of God. And when he said it is enough, all bets was off. I hit the shower. 
We going to a closing. We going to a closing. See, I hit the shower. See, because I mean, game's over. See, at the end of the game, you go to the shower. See, yeah. Any of y'all know about sports? You know, after you've been playing and you sweat in, you know, and you, after the game's over, you don't won, and then you go to. I hit the shower. God, hallelujah! Everything's all right now. <laughs> God, go into the shower. Amen. See, so anyway, the wisdom of God kicks in, see? And that, and that expectation. Hallelujah. Expect. Y'all be, be bad. Okay. Expectation number, uh, what are we at? Three? Uh, number three? Three, right? Okay, all right. The favor of God. If I'm in faith, if I am truly in faith, my expectation is that the favor of God is going to kick in. That men are going to willingly use their power, their ability, their influence, and their resources to help me to get where I need to go. See, if I'm really in faith, I'm expecting it all the time. Amen. Somebody walk up to me. You got a little something? <laughs> Amen. You know, what, you, what you coming for? You, you going to give me the, the Pentecostal handshake? Or what's happening? You know? I'm, see, I'm expecting that. I'm expecting, you know. I'm, I'm expecting the favor of God to be working in my behalf. I'm expecting, bless God. I'm expecting that man to call me up and say, look here, I don't know why, but I just feel like I, we need to, you need to come over here and we need to talk about this thing. I know I got another buyer, but some, I don't know, something just keep bothering me. I can't sleep at night. I keep thinking about you. That this thing, I'm supposed to give you this house or something. I don't understand that. I don't make no kind of sense. My accountant said, I can't do that. My lawyer said, you can't do that. But something just keep, something just keep telling me, I got to call you. See, because I'm expecting the favor of God. Men to willingly, did you hear me? Willingly. Now, see, watch this now, watch this now, watch this. If I try to influence you to do something, that's called witchcraft. But if God influences them, he's perfect. There is no, there is no, there's no ill anything in him. So if he influences them, then everything's all right, see? So that's why I don't put pressure on the people. I put pressure on the word. Lord, you said, you said, you said, you said. See, I got him in the back of my mind, but I, you said, you said. I ain't talking to him. I ain't trying to even, ah, you said, see, you said. I want to say, I better go talk to this boy over here because he don't understand, see. He, he just don't understand. See, and the word also says that uh, ministering spirits have been sent forth to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. And the ministering spirits can go and whisper in his ear. That's how, I, that's how I get my parking spaces. Amen. I don't try to influence people. I tell the ministering spirit, you go forth and, and, and secure my parking space. Make sure that it's safe, convenient, legal, and in the will of the Father God. 
And if someone's in my spot, you whisper in their ear and influence them that, oh, it's time to leave. I have to go now. See? Yeah, so they, have to, they have to vacate my spot, you see? But I didn't say nothing to them. Not me. Not me. I just tell the ministering spirit, see? So the, the favor of God has to kick in. And then next, justifiable expectation, if I'm truly in faith, is a miracle if I got to have one. Amen. And, I, and some of the stuff I'm believing, I've got to have me some miracles. Ain't no way, no how. I couldn't read the Bible enough to get enough faith for some of the stuff I believe. I, I, I ain't no way. Uh, no, I, I know I'm going to need me a miracle. See, if I need a miracle, I can get me one. Amen. Hallelujah. I said if I need me a miracle, I can get that for You can go there with a forward. Wait a minute. But you got to have a road because it's out there. It's out there. It's available. That's all. And God wants me to believe, so I got to believe. Some believe big. If they build something better than Rolls Royce, I believe for that. But until then, I believe for the Rolls. Amen. I like a Bentley, too. You feel better if I believe for a Bentley instead of a Rolls? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, now I'm, I'm going to need a miracle right there. Because, see, he got to get by me. And I, I just can't see a $300,000 for an automobile. Not unless I got two or three mansions and, you know, and just got... Money just falling out your pockets because there ain't no much room to hold it no more. You know, you just want to go buy something like that. But oh, I, I just can't see it. So I, I need a miracle. Amen. What kind of miracle you need? I want somebody to give me one. That's, that's a miracle. That's a, that's a miracle, Jack. That's a miracle. They roll up to here. I won't, I won't give you this here, boy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you there. And there. I appreciate it. So, so if I need a miracle, I'll get me one. Amen. If, I, if I'm truly in faith, I said if I'm truly in faith, if there's no other way that this thing can happen, then a miracle can kick in. Now the word does not say that you can believe for a miracle because miracles were not promised to you. But if your faith is at its end, remember, you will minister with power. Special faith is the first. Well, special faith is God doing a miracle for you. Working of miracles is God doing a miracle through you. So in effect, when my faith runs out and special faith kicks in, there's my miracle. There's my miracle. It's right there. See? So that's a justifiable expectation. And then finally, the last one, you gave me all the other ones. You want to give me that one? All right. The, 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 the last one, the last justifiable expectation, if I'm truly in faith, is the strength to endure until my change comes. You got to believe God to give you the strength to endure until, uh, until your change comes. Because, see, you can't hold out that long. Amen. I say you can't hold out that long. It was on, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I quit in them 21 years. Quit many times. I said many times, amen. As a matter of fact, one time I told God, I said, you know, if you can't do no better than this, we're going to shut this thing down. I'm going to go somewhere else. And you know what God said? <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> Just laugh at you, you know? Just laugh at you. That's all he, that's all he said. Just laugh at you like, it, you know. Like, but I'm telling you, that's, what, that's the way I felt it, 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 several times. 
I'll just shut the thing down and go somewhere else, man. I'll go and help somebody. I know I can help. <laughs> hey, man, I know I can help. I'll go help somebody. Go help somebody. I said, I ain't quitting the, th the thing now. No, uh-uh, no. Mm -mm. I signed up for the whole thing. I ain't quitting. No, no, mm-mm. No, I ain't doing that. Mm-mm. Hell too hot. <laughs> Eternity too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't quitting. Now, that's what I said, hey, I'll shut it down and go help somebody else, man. Sure, I'll go preach for him. I said, man, I'll be a, I'll be a usher. Whatever you want, I can do that. So I'm going to still pray and read your word. Now, I, ain't, I ain't quitting this thing, but, you know, but I'll shut it down. So will. Amen. And he just, just does stuff, does stuff. But then you got to have the strength to endure until your change comes. Because otherwise, thank God, my 21 years finally came. I'm so glad he didn't tell me 21 years in the beginning. Some of you, same thing. It's a good thing he didn't tell you in the beginning how long it's going to be. Because you'd have been done bailed out. <laughs> you would say, I'm out of here. Uh-uh, no, I was doing bad before. You tell me it's going to take me 20 years before I can do better? All right, so... Those are five justifiable expectations. Plan of action, wisdom of God, favor of God, a miracle if I need it, and the strength to endure until my change come. All right? Now, next one of the, of the seven-point review is number, what, five? Five, 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 five. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got to remember 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Turn there, turn there. I better, I better put a scripture in here because otherwise y'all gonna say, I don't know what that boy talking about. First Corinthians 2 9. Let me put a scripture in here somewhere. All right, first Corinthians 2 9. Okay, it says, But as it is written, I have not seen, no ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Neither hath entered into the oh my. Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. You've never even considered the things that God has prepared for you. This is what I was saying to you. I was going to get to this point of having faith in God. Really having faith in God, this is one of the major portions of that scripture that we don't look at as we should. And that is the fact that before the foundation of the world, God prepared things for you. God prepared you and the things for you back before you were ever considered. Your great, 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 great grandparents were not considered when God prepared the things for you because he knew you were coming because he's God. Hallelujah. And when you recognize that, you say, having faith in God means I have to have faith that God prepared things for me before I ever got here. So everything that's necessary for me, for life, godliness, my prosperity, my advance in life, everything that, was, that, that is necessary for me to be fulfilled is already here. Because the word declared that God prepared things visible and invisible. So there's some things that he created that are invisible to our eyes, but they are 
They are. I was finished. They're invisible to our eyes, but they are. And I use the example of that, that vehicle sitting out there, that escalator out there, that was prepared for me before the foundation of the world, before I ever was thought of. Before my great-great-grandparents were ever thought of, it was prepared for me. God prepared it, had it ready. But it didn't happen until my permission and my participation. Oh, that'll make you think. What is out there for you that God is waiting for you to believe it? To give him permission. <laughs> it's, it's sitting out there waiting for you, but you, 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 you. <laughs> you, 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 like that. you know, like what? No, no, no. I'm supposed to have that. See, You know, a lot of people have problems with, 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 with a guy like Dr. Price and, and so many others because, uh, for one thing, they won't fly unless they fly first class, okay? But what they are doing, see, when you understand the, the spiritual things that are behind what they're doing, it's not arrogance or any of that stuff. What they are doing, they don't care what you think. What they're doing is they are shooting for what God has prepared for them. But God needs their permission and their participation. So they got to start acting like what God has prepared for them so he can get it to them. See, if you never, if you never raise or elevate your sacaris grandos, pascaria, mohoram bakleste kumatinga, bobelo praso buraginga, so many of us, this is why, yes, Lord, this is why I talked about doing the Imagineering class, because so many of us, we're still caught back there without renewing our minds. We're still thinking the same thoughts. We still got that cheap mentality. We still got that this is good enough. Nothing is good enough. It's got to be better. It's got to go to another level. It's got to expand beyond where it is. It's got to. Because God is a God of excellence. And if he's a God of excellence, he did not prepare you for sub-excellence. That's why you shoot for that stuff. That's why you go to the next level. That's why this house is a little better than that house. I don't move just because I ran out of room. I move because I'm at another level. It's time to move. It's time to move up to another level. It's time to step up. That's why you do it. It's got nothing to do with you being arrogant or, or just wanting it because of your own lust. You're getting to the place to receive what God has prepared for you. Now, you remember Philippians 4.19? But my God shall supply all your need according to what? His riches in glory. His riches in glory. God don't have no cheap stuff in glory. Hallelujah. I'm use this because it ain't around no more. Nobody will get offended. God don't shop at John's bargain store. Hey Amen. He just doesn't do it. I don't care if it's only twelve for a dollar. He just doesn't do it. It's according to his riches in glory. 
And there's nothing saying there's anything wrong with you because you're still at that place. That's okay. But you ought to be reaching. You ought to be climbing. You ought to be trying to get to the next level. That's why guys like Dr. Price do what they do and say, we, you know, I only fly first class. I remember he said one time he did a testimony. He said, you know, I was getting ready to take a flight someplace, and it was a short flight. It was only going to be a couple of hours. He said, ah, well, I got to pay that money, first class money. It's only going to be a couple of hours. And he said, wait a minute. He said, I shook myself. Oh, no, no, don't let that get back on me. No, no, no. Don't let that get back on me. No, no, first class. <laughs> That's something that gets on you. And it was on all of us. We got to shake it off. We got to renew our minds. See, we got to go to another place. There, God, there's so much out here. I mean, that's why I love the, the cruise and whatnot. I mean, you see, I mean, there's a whole world out there. And some folks are confined to just their little, they don't go no more than 20 miles. The furthest they'll go is, you know, where they was born in another state or something. That's the furthest they go. No, there's a whole world out there. And God prepared it for us. For us. Where's my time? Oh, Lord, let me let me move on. Let me move on. Okay, I want to get these points in here. Praise God. All right, so. Uh, verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for, for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Freely given to us. Freely given to us. Freely given to us. I said, freely given to us. Most people in the world who make it are people who throw caution to the wind. That's right. They throw caution to the wind. They say, I got to do this thing. See, when I, when I do the financial class, I ain't going to be telling you about hoarding and saving every dime and every dollar and all the rest. No, you got to spend some. You have to invest in yourself. You say, what if it don't work? I'll be back. That's right. I'll be back. I'm building me up a few more dollars and I'll be back. You have to invest in this. Most of us are filled with ideas. We're filled with ideas. Wisdom of God that's been imparted to us from the foundation of the world and we never utilize it. We're stuck in whatever we were told. This is the way you should go. This is what you should do. If you do this, this, and this. You just follow. And I mean, you'll get your gold watch at the end, you know, and, and then you can, you can maybe retire and get your Social Security. Hang Social Security. You know what so, knowing Social Security is worth? What do they give people? For burial, $255. You couldn't bury your parakeet for $255. What do you think they're trying to tell you? They're trying to tell you something, but most of us don't listen. You better go get your own. Because there ain't going to be nothing for you when you get there. That's what he's trying to tell you. Folks, people 
lived all their lives, worked all their lives, retired, re depending on Social Security. And when they got there, they told them, well, you can get $483 a month. A month? A month? Yes, a month. But with the wisdom of God, knowing what God has prepared for you, I'm set. I'm set. I'm going to go there. I'm going to accomplish these things. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to acquire these things because it's available. And guess what? I don't have to rob nobody. He prepared stuff for each one of us. Did you hear me? He prepared stuff for each one of us. I don't have to rob my neighbor. Mine is out there. All I have to do is believe. All I have to do is believe. Oh, let me get my last points in here. All right, all right, all right. Number six. Okay, number six. God created us, blessed us, formed us. God created us, blessed us, formed us, and put everything that's necessary for us at our disposal. So, if that be so, my job is to find out my purpose. What is it you created me to do? If I find out what he created me to do and I get busy doing it, all I got to do is get busy doing that. I said, all I got to do is get, get busy doing that. That's all I have to do. You say, but, but my job, it will not fulfill you. They'll give you enough to come back Monday. Because if they gave you more than that, you won't come back Monday. You won't need them anymore. That's all they're going to give you. But if I found out what God created me for, and I get busy doing that, I will be fulfilled. And stuff will just come. Stuff will just come to me. I don't have to be concerned about it. It'll just come to me. Why? Because I'm in my set place doing what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to do it. He said, but it pays more over there. No, it looks like it pays more over there. And monetarily, in the beginning, it might pay more over there. But you'll not be fulfilled. Man, I don't have time to get into it, so let me move on. Number last. Can't get it wrong, can I? <laughs> Can't give you the wrong number. Number last. <laughs> okay? The power of confession. We talked about the power of confession. We talked about the fact that Jesus was our high priest. And he's the high priest of our words. And we talked about the fact that God created. Then God made covenant. Then God linked covenant with confession. Because we are flawed 
as individuals. We are flawed, so therefore, the power of God's words that created stuff is in us, but because we're flawed, it comes through a flawed vessel, so we have to confess it. We have to confess our covenant. We have a covenant with God. What is our covenant with God? What is that link? What is that triangle? Well, here we got God's creative ability in his words. Over here, we have confession, which is our words. And down here in the middle, we have a covenant. So to use God's powerful creative words, we have to confess, I have a covenant with them words. Did you hear me? I have a covenant with them powerful words that God speaks so that through my covenant, I can speak powerful words like he does through my confession, which is flawed. But as I continue to say it in agreement with my covenant, my words will have the same effect that his words has over time. Are you with me? How are you with me? So I have God's creative word right here. He just speaking. And it is. Like be. Like was. I'm flawed. But I'm made in his image and after his likeness. So God says, I'm going to make a covenant with him. I'm going to make a covenant with him. That if he'll confess, <laughs> if he will confess what I said to him, I'll give his words the same ability as my words. God, hallelujah. See, I, I'm, I'm getting us ready. In closing, I'm getting us ready for the supernatural because this is how it works. This is how it works. This is what we have to know. And this is what we have to be rooted in. And I'm going to get into a part of it. I mean, that's just going to mm, unseat us. The part of it I, that, that I'm talking about is the... Your mouth. Your mouth. Your mouth. He is the high priest of your confession. Mm. I have to get into that. I have to get into that. See, because it, 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 it just flows with it. It just flows with it. He said, oh, let me, let me close with this. Let me close with this. Turn, turn to 1 Corinthians, please. This will, this will be the foundation for the next message. First Corinthians chapter... 14, the very first verse. You know, we could talk about some people because some, some people deserve talking about. You know that, right? They, I mean, they deserve it. They, they qualified, you know? But, but, but I saw something here. I saw something here. Look, look at this now. 
this is going to be the foundation or maybe even the, the foundation scripture that we use for, for the next part of our, our quest to get to that place. He says, follow after charity. What is charity? Love, agape love, the God kind of love. He says, follow after that and desire spiritual gifts or you know, gifts as italicized was actually desiring spirituals. Well, that's things of the spirit, all right? So follow after agape or love and desire spiritual things. But look what he says after that. But rather, rather than the other two, that you may prophesy. What? What? But rather that you may prophesy I found out this is one of the ways to the power this is one of the ways to the power to prophesy is to speak to men to edification to exhortation and to comfort I, I, and I said there's some people who could very easily be talked about because they deserve to be talked about but don't talk about them speak to them to edification Exhortation and comfort. Then you're on the road to the power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your word. We bless you, Lord. We, oh, Lord God, we glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt your name forever. You are worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised. Thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your holy name. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.